Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. You know, this coming week is Easter, and I just want to share with you from uh, Mark chapter 11. This is a great chapter, and I love to read it um, just before Easter each year, because this, this chapter is just full of some really good principles that we can apply to our lives. And I entitled this program, uh, The Triumphal Entry of Jesus into Our Lives. And there's four or five principles that really stands out, and they are that Jesus wants triumphal entry into our lives. Um, He wants to examine and clean our lives up, and he can do this because he has all authority. So let's begin reading in chapter 11 of Mark. As they approached Jerusalem and came to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and just as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you why are you doing this, tell him, The Lord needs it and will send it back here shortly. They went and found a colt outside in the street, tied at a doorway. As they untied it, some people standing there asked, What are you doing untying that colt? They answered as Jesus had told them to, and the people let them go. There's right a, another principle there is obedience uh, will always be blessed. When Jesus tells us something, we can count on it. So it says, when they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks over it, he sat on it. Now many people spread their cloaks on the road while others spread branches they had cut in the fields. And those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. Jesus entered Jerusalem and went to the temple. He looked around at everything. But since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Principle number one. Jesus wants triumphal entry into our lives. In this chapter 11 of Mark, it is the beginning of the Passion Week in which Christ is to die. This is symbolic that we too are to die with Christ. Beloved, there can be no triumphal entry into our lives without death. The abundant life Jesus talked about giving us is based on the fact that we let him be Lord of our life. We are to die to our sins, to our frustrations, to our anxieties, to our fears, and even to our own failures. Trusting Jesus to come into our lives triumphantly and to have absolute, complete reign in our lives. And just as Jesus entered Jerusalem publicly for all to see, and just as he entered courageously, not fearing the power and the meanness of his enemies, so we too must come publicly and courageously to Jesus Christ, not fearing what man or woman might say about us because we have accepted Christ as our Savior. Christ not only came publicly and courageously into Jerusalem, but he also came cheerfully. 
He was not cast down or disquieted at the thought of his suffering. He could come this way because he was assured of a complete victory. He knew his purpose. He knew his destiny. When we, beloved, are letting Christ reign triumphantly, we too shall have victory. This is how we come to Christ, publicly, courageously, and cheerfully. Let me ask you, have you come to Christ this way? Or have you come to Christ at all? Christ is calling for you to come, and to come triumphantly. This triumphal entry of Christ into Jerusalem is how he wants to come into our lives, and this is how he wants to stay in our lives, triumphantly, and not for us to forget our first love. Jesus entered Jerusalem, it says, and went to the temple. He looked around at everything, but since it was already late, it says he went out to Bethany with the twelve. When we let Jesus have the triumphal entry he so deserves in our lives, he begins to look into our lives. He comes with observation into our lives and to make it better. Jesus examines our lives. I don't know about you, but I always want to make things better. Whether it's in my home, my business, my prayer and spiritual life, I always want to improve. Jesus wants, beloved, to always make your life better, and he is the one who can. He sees us as we really are. So Jesus always comes observing as a guest inside this temple of ours. The next day, we read from verses 12 through 17, as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves, because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, May no one ever eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard him say it. On reaching Jerusalem, Jesus entered the temple area and began driving out those who were buying and selling there. He overturned the tables of the money changers and the benches of those selling doves and would not allow anyone to carry merchandise through the temple courts. And as he taught them, he said, Is it not written that my house will be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of thieves. This principle, number three, is that Jesus always wants to clean up our temple. You know, when we allow him the triumphal entry into our lives, he begins to observe and then he will begin to work by and through the Holy Spirit of cleaning us up. It's a process. Now, we have to be careful as Christians that we don't become like the fig tree, giving off the appearance of bearing fruit, but in reality, we are really fruitless. So how does the Lord Jesus Christ clean up the temples of our bodies and our hearts, our mind and our spirit? Well, I believe there is a great lesson here in these verses of Mark chapter 11. Jesus is hungry for us to bear fruit because we live in a dying world and there are lives at stake in the honor of his great name as well. Many lives are dependent upon the fruit of the Holy Spirit within our own lives. As Jesus approached the fig tree, it had the appearance of fruit, even though it was not the season for fruit. 
we can many times have more zeal than knowledge in the things of God, and therefore we sometimes try and show our fruit before it's ready, maybe in the flesh instead of in the spirit. We haven't studied to show ourselves approved maybe unto God first before we try and show ourselves approved unto man. Remember that there is a time for everything and a season for all things. Jesus cursed the fig tree because it had all the appearance of fruit, but it was fruitless. So how does Jesus clean up the temple of our lives? Well, it says in verse 26, In the morning as they went along, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots. Peter remembered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, look, the fig tree you cursed has withered. Have faith in God, Jesus answered. I tell you the truth. If anyone says to this mountain, go, throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. For, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, Jesus says, forgive him so that your father in heaven may forgive you your sins. Yes, Jesus wants to curse and dry up all those things in our lives, beloved, that produce no fruit. This is the way he cleanses our temples, by coming in through the word of God and plucking up and pulling out the dead things in our lives. Dead things are of no use. And until we get to the root or the cause of those things which cannot and will not produce fruit in our lives, we too, like the fig tree, will have the appearance of fruit, but indeed will be fruitful. Beloved, we are like beautiful flowers in the garden of God. But sometimes we have let the weeds take over, or either we pull them every once in a while, but they keep coming back because we haven't gotten to the root of the problem. Get to the root of the problem and the situation in your life and let Jesus Christ clean up your temple today, and you will find that you will have faith to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.